This is the message from Connection Community Church for this New Year's Day, January 1st, 2012, All Things New. Okay, so what if every single morning we like plug that in and got that reminder of how much God loves each one of us and that we are a new creation? Wouldn't that be awesome? Yeah, yeah. Happy New Year, Connection Church. It is great. It is great to be here today to start off the new year together. My name is Carrie Jones. I'm Alan Jones. And we're two sinners who have been saved by the grace of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Would you pray with us, please? Almighty God, we thank you and praise you for this day, for a new start, not only this year, but every single day. Almighty God, open up our hearts so that we might receive you in a way that you would have it just for each and every one of us in a special and individual way. God, You love every single one of us because we're your kids. And so help us set aside any of the stuff that we came in with this morning and be ready to be open to you. We pray this in your most holy and precious name and all of Connection Church said, amen. Amen. New Year's Day. Wow. Okay. So how many have made New Year's resolutions already? A few of us. That's good. That's good. Now, how many plan to make some New Year's resolutions before the day is <laughs> over? Okay. Uh, how many have already broken the resolutions? <laughs> I mean, we are, what, uh, 10 hours into the day here, you know? Isn't it funny how we make those resolutions with all, all the good intentions in the world, and somehow, most of the time, we're not able to stick to whatever it was that we resolved to. Can I get an amen on that? Yeah, yeah. And, and why, why is that? Why is that? Why is that <laughs> we make this plan and then the next thing I know, I like pop that chocolate in my mouth or I don't get on my new exercise bike. Thank you very much, Kathy. I'm still going to get on it. It's still there waiting for it's me. still in the condition it you was know. in, but it's going to change. It's going to get some work. Okay, I'm getting there. So, change is not easy, is it? Change is not easy. I mean, we try and we try and we try, and it's whether, you know, it's what we put in our mouth or whether it's an exercise program or trying to really tighten up financially or being better at our prayer life or working harder on a relationship, whatever it is, whatever change that is that we're trying to insert into our life, Sometimes it's just not easy, is it? And yet, and yet, every new year, probably many of us, a large percentage of us, at least consider some kind of change that we're going to make in our lives. Changes for the better. Some kind of improvement some kind of way that we're going to make, possibly make a difference where we work, where we go to school, in a relationship, something we can do new in our life. Yeah. It's a new year, so we can do new things, right? Right. Yeah. The challenge is this. (laughs) Even if we're able to do something new, and many of us are, start something new, new usually doesn't stay new for very long, does it? 
in my neighborhood, we have a construction project down at the end. I mean, it's a huge project. They're re rerouting the sewer system, I think it, uh, I understand it to be. I mean, they've got this 20-foot hole. This thing's huge. And, and I, I kind of keep uh, abreast of the progress. I try to walk every morning. That wasn't a New Year's thing. That was a November he thing. He even but walked this morning. I was like impressed. I try to walk. And as I walk, I, I see how the thing's going. And, and the other day, what really caught my attention was they, they got all these huge, you know, machine, earth-digging machines and all that kind of stuff. And, 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 you know, those things, they've been out there in working, you know, so they, the paint's faded, uh, it's chipped, uh, the, they're rusted and all that kind of thing. And you know, the thing is, though, at one point, every one of those machines was brand new, wasn't it? At one point, it came off the showroom floor, you know, the paint was shining, it was all waxed up, you know, it was brand new. But with time and with use, most of them aren't looking new any longer. You know, that's true with virtually everything. You know, if you have a car, you know, it doesn't take long to get some dings in it from the parking lot. Your, our house is, what, 10 years old, and I noticed the shutters. I've noticed it for two years. I keep putting it off. They need to be painted because they're fading because the sun keeps beating down on them, right? Um, these things that start out, virtually everything that looks old and worn or rusty or crusty or whatever, at one time was brand new. It was shiny, it was bright, and it was, it was like it was supposed to be. But with time, things aren't new anymore. And that's for good reason. Because we're, we live in a broken world. Now we're shifting into the spiritual. <laughs> we live in a broken world. Whether it's something like a car or a house, clothes, machinery, even a relationship, new doesn't stay new. And what once was doesn't always stay good. What once was good and very good didn't stay good. But way back in the beginning, God created things so that it was good. Let's take a look at Genesis 1, verse 31. And this is the message version. God looked over everything he had made. It was so good, so very good. It was evening, it was morning, day six. Yeah. What's that, chapter one? Yeah, did I say something different? No, 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 no. What I'm going to say is it only took us to chapter three <laughs> to take a bite out of the fruit. <laughs> it was good, very good. It only took two chapters, another one chapter away, right? And uh, Adam and Eve chose poorly. <laughs> And, and, and we've lived in a broken world ever, ever since, which means that things deteriorate, things rust, things go bad. They don't say stay good and new. And that includes, as Carrie just said, relationships, relationships with one another and especially our relationship with God. And even though it's hard at times for us to recognize and even though we hate to admit it and even though we'd like to ignore it, the truth is that each of us is, in our own way, broken as well, individually. We're all broken. And, and we try to hide it from others. We try to hide it from ourselves, try to pretend. But, but sooner or later, we come face to face. It's like we look in the mirror and really see what's there, and we can't hide it anymore, can we? And, and, and the truth comes out, and we say to ourselves, gosh, I'm broken. I'm broken. And we cannot fix ourselves. 
<laughs> we can't fix ourselves. Well, not that we don't try. <laughs> we do try. And then we try and we try and we try a little bit more. If only I, if, if only I could be just a little bit better here, or if only I could uh, work a little bit longer or more efficient here, if only, if only. Unfortunately, that if only method doesn't work for you. Doesn't work for me a whole lot. Oh, maybe for a brief period of time, if only. Sooner or later, things just begin to break down. The Apostle Paul, who wrote the second, a lot of the second half of the Bible, he shared that the basic human need is this. You might be familiar with this. I don't do the things I should do, and I do do the things I shouldn't. Yeah. Now think about Paul. He was like struck down by Jesus, you know, really sold out his life day in and day out. And he still admitted how much he messed up and his need for God. He devoted his entire life, you know, once he was, uh, came face to face with Christ He devoted his entire life to sharing the good news in all circumstances. Let's face it. We're all broken. We're all broken. That's the tough news. But there's good news. (laughs) Because that's not the end of the story, is it? The fact that we're broken doesn't have to be the end of the story. That doesn't have to be our story. That doesn't have to be our whole story. It's not the end. Here's the cool part. We already know the end of the story. We, We already have been given the end. God has already shared the end of the story with us. It's right there in the last book of the Bible. We started with Genesis. This should go all the way to the other end of the Bible, Revelation. It's called that because God revealed what was going to come to a guy named John. Uh, when he was actually in a prison in the island of Patmos. But anyway, uh, Revelation, and, 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 and it's a really, really good ending if we're with Christ. <laughs> it's a really good ending because in that ending, in that revelation, we don't stay broken. Now, uh, we already know that God is making all things new as we read this. It shares with us. He's making all things new. Here's what we read in Revelation. So if you have your Bibles, open up. Revelation chapter 21. We're looking at verses 1 to 5. Check that out on your smartphones. Here we go. Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven and the first earth had passed away, and there was no longer any sea. I saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride, beautifully dressed for her husband. And I heard a loud noise, a loud voice from the throne saying, Look, God's dwelling place is now among the people, and he will dwell with them. They will be his people, and God himself will be with them and be their God. He will wipe away every tear from their eyes. There will be no more death or mourning or crying or pain, for the old order of things has passed away. He who was seated on the throne said, say it with me, I am making everything new. Keep reading. Then he said, write this down, 
For these words are trustworthy and true. Isn't that just the most awesome picture of, 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 of hope for what is coming? I think that just paints this incredible picture of what's new and it's going to stay new. A, a return basically to Eden, to paradise, to the way it was before the fall. Uh, back to chapter 1, not chapter 3. of of Genesis, if you will, before Adam and Eve, before we chose poorly, back to when all things were new. And and, and here we see that Jesus will make them new once again. And, And this new will stay new. It's not like that machinery at the end of my neighborhood. It's going to rust, get rusty and chipped and dull, and it's going to stay new. And that's because the brokenness will be gone. Brokenness will be gone. Things won't break. Things won't rust. Things won't go bad. Relationships included. The broken world is made whole once again. Not through us. Not through us at all. But through Jesus the Christ. It's through Jesus that this broken world is made whole that you and I, that we're made whole once again, that, that we get to return to Eden, to the way God intended it to be from the beginning. And the beautiful part of all of this is that we don't have to wait for some time in the distant future for this to take place because it's already begun. It's already here. It's right here. And it began 2,000 years ago in a stable, in a manger, right in Bethlehem. That birth, the birth of the Savior, fulfilled the Old Testament prophecy from Isaiah that we shared just a few weeks ago. Isaiah chapter 11. Here's what it says. A shoot will come up from the stump of Jesse. From his roots, a branch will bear fruit. The spirit of the Lord will rest on him, the spirit of wisdom and of understanding, the spirit of counsel and of might, the spirit of the knowledge and fear of the Lord, and he will delight in the fear of the Lord. He will not judge by what he sees with his eyes or decide by what he hears with his ears, but with righteousness he will judge the needy. With justice he will give decisions for the poor of the earth. He will strike the earth with the rod of his mouth, with the breath of his lips, he will slay the wicked. Righteousness will be his belt, and faithfulness the sash around his waist. The wolf will live with the lamb. The leopard will lie down with the goat. And the calf and the lion and the yearling together. And a little child will lead them. The cow will feed with the bear. Their young will lie down together. The lion will eat straw like the ox. Isn't that another just incredible picture when you, you see these creatures that are normally at odds and they're no longer at odds. They're in harmony. They're at peace. The, the wolf will live with the lamb. The leopard will lie down with the goat. The calf and the lion and the yearling all together. Just an absolute incredible picture of the the world in harmony, no longer separated from one another, no longer separated from God. Creation no longer filled with brokenness. 
It's because of our brokenness that Jesus came. That God, the Word made flesh, came to dwell among us. It was because of our need of a Savior that God sent his one and only Son. It was because of our inability to make things right on our own that God joined us right here on earth, face-to-face, person-to-person, on our terms, Emmanuel, God with us. God with us. God is with us in the person of Jesus Christ. Born in Bethlehem, as we just celebrated the other night. Later to die on that cross in Calvary for you and for me. And he continues to be with us. And and when Jesus is with us, all things are new. All things are made new. As the Apostle Paul shared with the church at Corinth, here, say it with me. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ... The new new creation creation has come. The old is gone. The the new new is here. If we're in Christ, you're a new creation. When I'm in Christ, I'm a new creation. All in Christ, all is a new creation. (coughs) It is the one whose birth we celebrated last week. It is because of him that we are indeed made new. Not to rust out. Not to wear out not to be broken. It is in Christ that we find new life. It is in Christ that we are made new. Jimmy, I'm seeing you shake your head. Yeah, yeah. You are a prime example of that, the way that God is making you and continues to make you new. Don't worry, I'm not going to call anybody else out on this. (laughs) But we got this thing going here. Made new. Do you know what I'm talking about? Do you know what I'm talking about? When Christ is in you, how you are made new. The old is gone, the new is come. In Christ, we are a what? New, new creation. creation. So what does that mean now? In Christ. In Christ. Well, simply, make it real simple here, because I like keeping things simple. It means that Jesus is no longer merely a name. I marvel at, quote, how many Christians are in the United States. I think if you ever heard the name Jesus, you're considered a Christian. (laughs) It's no longer just a name. Jesus is no longer simply a person. He's not a great preacher, teacher, prophet, healer, whatever those adjectives you want to use. Although he is all those things, that's true. But, But that's not what being in Christ means. Being in Christ means that we have said, Christ, you are my Lord and Savior. Lord means that that's number one in your life. Savior means that you realize that you're in need of (coughs) some saving and can't save yourself when we can't save ourselves and that we need Jesus to do that. That we believe that the child born in Bethlehem is the one who came to save you, save me from ourselves, from our sin. When we are in Christ, we no longer are the person that we used to be. But we are made new. Not because of what we did, but because of what He did. (laughs) 
Certainly not because we're worthy, but because he's worthy. Not, 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 not because we're holy. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> but because he's holy. It's not because we died for him, although we're called to die daily to him, but it's because he died for us. He died for us. And because of that sacrifice on that cross, 30 plus years after that birth in the stable, because he died and resurrected and now sits at the right hand of God the Father in heaven, because God loved you and me so much that he sacrificed his one and only son, we are able to realize in our lives all things made new. All things made new. Our relationships with others, new. (laughs) Our relationship with God, new. (laughs) Lives that we thought were broken, old, rusted, lost. In Christ, they are made. Say it with me. New. New. And so, this is a great day to celebrate the sacrament of Holy Communion. Communion where God meets us, right where we are, loves us too much to leave us there, but wants us to take the next step toward Him, whatever that looks like. And so we encourage each one of you today, right here, right now, to take some time in your seats, on the steps, back in the prayer corner, as you take in the symbols of God's love, the bread and the juice. Give some thought to your life. Give some thought. What is it that needs to be made new in you? What changes need to to be made in your life? Are you experiencing brokenness? If you are, where is that? What does that look like? (coughs) And today is the day where you can come before the throne of Jesus and be made new. Take some time to talk to Christ during communion. Take some time. Don't miss this moment. If your relationship feels a little bit stale with Christ, Reaffirm your, your commitment, your love for Jesus. Just say, God, I'm sorry. I've just been kind of off. I've been very lethargic. I want to be sold out for you today, and I want to live that way. Or if, if that's not even part of where you're at and you're saying, gosh, I don't even know who this Jesus is, just say, okay, God, here I am. Come into my heart. I'm sorry for those things I've done. You take over. Thank you, Jesus. Today's the day. Today is the day where we can all be made new. That is the good news of the gospel. Let's believe it and let's live it. Amen? Thank you for joining us for our podcast. For more information about Connection Community Church in Middletown, Delaware, please visit our website at www.connectioncc.org. You can also call our church offices at 302-378-2000.
1-800-269-7692. Connection Community Church, connecting people with Jesus and the life that he offers. Thank you.